We are kicking off today's podcast by talking about... Things changing. <laughs> Things changing. <laughs> oh my gosh. The V done changed though. Here we go. Look. Shit don't come easy. <laughs> Please believe me. You've been gone. Some damn shit going on. I told you. Why'd you have to say goodbye? <laughs> Look what you've done to me. We can't stop the shit changing before our eyes. Oh, SDB, he's going down. What'd you say? He's going down. Cause you ain't around. SD. Damn it, our whole world is upside down because the V is changing. Upside down. <laughs> we feel like it's upside down. Yeah. We're talking about the, the JJ today, y'all, and the changes that go on during menopause. So the V done changed, or it is changing, and the closer you get to this and beyond, it will continue to do so. Ladies. I'm gonna pose the question to y'all. <laughs> what changes have you noticed? And we're just talking about the V today. I know it's all kind of stuff going on. So a little of my background, a couple of years ago, I had to take medication um, because I was having pain in my uterus. So the medication actually put me into a premenopausal state. So it gave me hot flashes. It gave me, um, I think it gave me a little bit of mood swing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was around you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of mood swing. And then physically, like, it actually changed to me, like, the appearance of my vagina. So that freaked me out. So that's what I was like, you know, like, yeah, we don't have to talk about this. Is this normal or is this not normal? <laughs> I remember that day, like, you was like, girl, I don't think this is right. You and you were very emotional during that time, girl. Crazy. But I was wiped off my feet. Like, is this normal? So what and being a healthcare provider, so what do you do? Like, come look at this. Is this normal? Do I need somebody mm-hmm. to look at this? Mm-hmm. See if this okay? <laughs> Nobody told me any of this. I mean, it felt like things was getting shorter. It felt like even hairs was like thinning, <laughs> like everything. It just freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And it was like it just happened fast. Right. So <laughs> 
from well now with that experience, I can tell women that okay, it's a process. But when you don't know and you just looking, you trying to figure out what's going on, it is not pretty. It's not. It's not. My experience with this whole thing, and I was sitting here like stressing myself trying to figure out how long it's been because I've actually been, I'm, you know, I'm postmenopausal already. And so you went very early though. Yeah. And so, yeah. And the only thing I can remember, and this story is hilarious, is that, um, so with Tracy being my BFF, of course, when I started noticing changes in my body and her being a women's health nurse practitioner, she's the first person I call. And, um, I was having, um, a scent that was not my body scent and I knew something was wrong. Um, and I remember being on the phone one night and uh, I was on the phone and I was talking and I might've been talking to Tracy and I literally got a migraine and my breasts were, um, pulsating to the migraine to the point that I couldn't even stand to be on the phone. And so all these changes started happening very quickly. Um, so the, the scent and the migraine, and then the next thing you know, I was like an irate crazy person. And uh, I remember saying to Tracy, like, I didn't know what's going on with me. And she sent me to see one of our other friends to get my blood work done. And they were afraid to tell me that I was actually, my levels were actually showing that I was in menopause. So anyway, long story short, I got the information. And so I go and so they decided to give me um, seven birth control pills and um, a steroid cream, I think it was, to try to help with everything. And I go into the drugstore. I have my seven-year-old grandson with me at the time. So it had to be six years ago. And I'm talking to the young lady behind the counter and she's like, um, I need to call your provider because um you know they only ordered seven birth control pills and da 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 and we have to make sure i said make sure what and you know she's trying to explain it to me and i'm like bitch i'm not trying to get pregnant i need those fucking pills and i'm not leaving here without them (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that was a crazy day too (laughs) this has nothing to do with me needing 30 pills to not get pregnant i need those pills today and so she was looking at me like I was crazy and she wasn't saying what I wanted her to say. So I called the uh, pharmacist over. He was a little old man and he, he got real close to me and I was real close to him. And I was like, look, I need that medication today. Like I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm not leaving here without this medication. So meanwhile, I'm calling Tracy. I'm talking to people cause I already knew that the provider wasn't at the clinic, you know, but, uh, since then i you know like i adapted you know but it it was initially very scary because you think you're not going to have those kind of problems you know at an early age and i think okay so i was 43 44 years old having full fledged menopausal symptoms yeah yeah that you know both of y'all that was, was both crazy y'all was both crazy at those times and uh when when it first happened um to patty um our friend did call and she was like uh i know about Hoopa, but i'm just really i was like just tell me 
she all right. Just tell me what it is. What you thinking? And she said, girl, I think she, I said, she probably is. Because remember, you had some issues early on to the point where they mm -hmm. feel like you're not even going to be able to have kids. I knew that mm -hmm. wasn't right. So I was like, yeah, I, I was like, you just got to tell her, you know, because mm -hmm. um, it does happen. You know, sometimes women are, uh, well, depending on your body, that can throw you into early menopause. Certain medications can throw you into early menopause. Um, I am probably in perimenopause. So with me, a few years ago, I had some issues um, with uh, cramps, ble bleeding, excessive things. And um, I had this ginormous fibroid. Like, it was like a 12-week pregnancy uterus fibroid. That, that wow. freaked me out, really. And I ended up going in and to a doctor that I trusted. And so we ended up deciding that it would be best for me to do an, an ablation at the time. So um, to make a long story short, an ablation kind of just zaps the lining of the uterus. And, you know, so it peels off the tissues and cells in there. And hopefully it works. For some people, it's great. And for some people, it's not. For me, it just happened to work nicely to stop all of the chaos and disorder my body was going through at the time and um so I can't say that I went through like the whole menopause or period transitional periods that you kind of go through but you you know when you you're looking at yourself and if y'all are not looking at your body that's part of you look at your shit know that it's no it's your shit mm -hmm. look at yeah. it. get up yep. And as a practitioner, that's one of the things I always do. I'm like, you want to see? I got a mirror. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised at the women who don't look they at their body. They look. I've never seen mm. their own vagina. And it's just a matter like. of getting a mirror. It, because you don't know if something is wrong or if it looks wrong if you've never seen it. Exactly. So right. you need to look. And even young women I teach, you know, you need to look and see what your body looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so that when I something's not the same, you'll be the first to recognize exactly. it. Exactly. It's your body. It's just like mm -hmm. when you're doing a breast exam, you're the first one to notice it. You know what? This yeah. don't seem right right here. They don't use, mm -hmm. that's not usually there. You know, it's yours. So right. Look at your stuff. Touch your stuff. It's your stuff. <laughs> that's, my biggest, that's my biggest thing. Like, oh my God, you got to look at it. I um, hope it don't belong to nobody else. I hope it's yours. Esty, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, Esty's gone now for us, or decreasing, and Esty is um, estrogen, for those of you who don't know. Um, so what happens on this side is estrogen starts to decrease, and your body like, wait a minute, I need you to make some more. Can you make some more? So it's like knocking at the door, like, hey, we need a little more estrogen here. Are you going to make us some? And your body like, man, I don't think so. You better figure it out. And so your body goes through all of these different things and it's trying to adjust and figure out what it's doing now. And so one of the things that um, estrogen does is it helps with the structures of the vagina, you know? Um, and so when you lose, start losing that estrogen, then things start uh, changing. Twenty-two got fresh pussy. Fresh, just fresh. They fresh like new snow. You know how you step on snow and it be like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, ooh. 
liking the podcast so far. We are loving it. And can I just tell you, it's a lot easier to do than I thought it would ever be. First of all, with Anchor, it's free. They have their own creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer, which I love. And yes, I do use both. They even distribute the podcast on various platforms. I mean, we are now on Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and many more. And did I tell you that you can make money from your podcast too? Mm Mm-hmm, you can, and with minimum listenership. Doesn't that sound like everything you need to make a podcast? And it's all in one place. Isn't that so cool? So what are you waiting for? All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My mother passed away at a young age and she also had a hysterectomy at a young age. So she wasn't really able to give my sister and I a lot of information. So my sister is a little bit younger than me. So she also went into menopause early. And so it, it probably is hereditary for us, but... My friends are nurse practitioners. And so I had someone to talk to about it, but not everybody does. And um, I even remember, Trey, when you were doing the um, um, Mini Mini, Monday or something. Mini Mingle Mondays, yeah. Mini Mingle Monday. (laughs) And how you were talking about how diet was important and exercise and all these different things because of the struggle that your hormones are having to, to at that time. I don't, I guess I'm saying all that to say that just like, you know, we weren't always taught to celebrate our, our period, you know, like, I think these are times to be celebrated, not necessarily like, oh, my life is changing and I'm no longer, you know, a woman or um, whatever the case may be. So I can see why somebody might feel different, but it's just a part of who we are. That's American culture where we've been taught that beauty is young and this and that, but we haven't been taught like other cultures in indigenous communities. They learned that this stage, some people call it the white stage, the sage stage, the stage of wisdom, 
that, and that is to be celebrated. And so they do celebrate you stepping into this phase of your life. You know, so yeah, I, that is something that I want to bring to the forefront because I think we do need to celebrate who we are at every phase, not just when we in our 20s and everything is all standing up and perky and shit. <laughs> but, you know, at any given time, so. I agree. We don't always talk about it. And so that's the point of this, like having a conversation. And I have friends that are my age and a little bit younger. Do I have any old friends? I gotta find me some old friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta find a couple. What? What do you mean, old friends? <laughs> <laughs> How much older she need? <laughs> right. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm talking about just to be able to compare, relate, and stuff. So everybody in my circle is about the same age. I'm saying I don't know what happens people... ten years later or <laughs> yes. What will the JJ look like in 10 more years? Can you give us some uh, information? Like We're doing some research here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know how the sex drive changes in 10 years. Like, what's what, going on? I am so glad you brought that up because that's the direction I want to go in. And there's this huge misconception that because our estrogen levels have dropped, that our libido also drops. Now that is true for some women, but it is not true for everybody. Get that shit out your head right now. <laughs> your, what did your shirt say? <laughs> you What's were so close to the green. All I could see was one part of it. Girl, I don't even know half the time. I'm not arguing. arguing. I, I'm explaining why I'm right. Why I'm right. <laughs> I'm like, this girl, what is she talking about? And oh since I'm God. not arguing, I'm just explaining why I'm right. Why, why, why I'm, I'm right. right. I'm going to say this. I felt like for me, initially, I wanted more sex, like, but I was uncomfortable because of all of the problems that I was having. But I, I still wanted to have sex. Like, I don't even know what that was about. You know, I can't explain it. It's like a, um, it's a freeing experience. It's like a, a shit, I ain't got to worry about no shit. Like, so it's something in your body, I think, just be like, ooh, let's relax and chill. I can have all the sex I want and not get pregnant. Oh, hell yeah. That's <laughs> but actually, yes, you, you don't have to worry about getting pregnant. As long as you're through menopause, let's get this straight. Because right. there is a long period where... They say it needs to be 12 months without a period. 12 consecutive, 12 consecutive months, months at least to be considered menopausal. Mm -hmm. So some people get caught up in that. That would just be sad. That would just that be was, sad that somebody was like, oh, no, I'm, in, I'm in menopause and go to the doctor and they, honey, you're pregnant. Could you see right. somebody falling oh, out? Like, but just falling completely out. Don't play with it. If you still have a menstrual period at any point in time, you can still get pregnant. Don't fuck with that shit. Right. So what I was saying afterwards, you have those, so you, you don't have the fear of pregnancy. So that's liberating. And Absolutely. then trying to work around the period, trying to work around having sex when I'm not on my period. So when you don't have to deal with that, that's liberating. Girl, that's like, okay, so do it, do right. It, do it. <laughs> Whenever. So yeah, when you start looking at it like that, you're like, okay, I can work with this. Yeah, yeah. I never liked my period in the first place. 
I know well, it had a purpose. Oh, I know <laughs> one person that liked their period. It was something off about her, though. <laughs> when you're young, right, your body's producing estrogen. Now, estrogen, that's that hormone that, that makes you compassionate, makes you empathetic, makes you say sorry all the damn time for no reason. Ladies, you know how many times we say sorry for no reason? Like, even when it's not your fault. Like, you're at the grocery store, somebody runs into your ankle with the grocery cart, and you're like, ooh, ooh, sorry, my ankle was in your way. That's that estrogen. And then when you get older, it drastically reduces. You're not producing estrogen like that anymore. Yeah, so it's not the older you get, the less you care. It's the older you get, you're just becoming a man. That's why you don't give a fuck. And becoming a man indeed, oh my God. If you are enjoying the Laugh Out Loud podcast as much as we are enjoying creating it, then consider becoming a supporter. You can do so by going over to anchor.fm backslash laugh out loud backslash support. Your donation will help sustain future episodes, expand our platform, and reach our tribe. So come on, show your love. Again, that's anchor.fm backslash laugh out loud backslash support. Or just click the link in the description. We love you and thank you. You think about how the vagina expands to have a baby and do all uh-huh. of these things. That was all because of estrogen. So it's not expanding as much as you would think it would. And so, as you think. Yeah. So lubrication is there. So getting back to the estrogen. So estrogen also helps it be, you know, more elastic, like you were saying, to be able to stretch. So when you lose the estrogen, you lose that stretching quality. Also helps with um, lubrication itself. So you'll have, when you're going through menopause, that the vagina is drier. Mm-hmm. than you normally have it. So there's no reason to not or to be afraid of lubrication. It's the best thing ever. Even before the end, it's like the best thing ever. So and if you, you have keep having sex, things. that's really the best thing that's ever. That's the best thing keep ever. Keep it going. If you don't lose it, kind of, you're going to lose it a little bit. So just keep it going. That's true. And so all of those things are related to the decline in estrogen. And so you have to know that that's normal and there's, there's a workaround for, for most of us for it. Hmm. So those things that happen because the estrogen is going down, the changes in how the vagina looks, the changes in how the vagina may feel, those kind of things kind of happen once the estrogen starts to decline. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a person, um, a patient that wanted she wanted me to give her so much estrogen and progesterone to make her period come back baby that's not gonna happen 
<laughs> she, the only woman I ever knew that said, yes, give me my goddamn period. I want it back. I want it back. I want it back. She the only woman in the world. I've never <laughs> had anybody yeah, like that. Wait. No patience, anything. I was mad when it came. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, no lie. I was a tomboy. And here, my stepfather says to me, now you have to keep an aspirin tablet between your knees. First of all, I didn't know what the fuck he meant. And secondly, <laughs> why? I don't even want this. Give this shit to somebody else. You know, why is this all of our discussion anyway? You get the fuck out. Like, on, just give me my life back. <laughs> this shit is too much. Nobody want to deal with all of this. What the hell? Wait, did your mama call everybody in the family and tell them? That's what I'm saying. So my mother called my stepfather to the bathroom door while she's teaching me how to, like, take care of myself. I'm like, I don't want this shit. All right, I love I don't this, need you. You needed a slap for that one. <laughs> 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 no, but, this, but so in my family, it's a celebratory thing. And I want what I want to do is create um, a, a new tradition where we celebrate us as we're getting older. Because every time somebody got a period, you call and you just, I said, I'm not going to do that to my girls. I'm not going to do that to my girls. I'm not going to do that to my girls. But it was such an exciting thing. And so I remember I was I made them a poem for themselves. I made them um uh like a welcome to womanhood basket. And I called my mama, my grandmama, my sisters. We all did it. I was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I just gotta tell. I just I it won't be nobody else. Like <laughs> it was hilarious. Turn y'all things back on. I know it's crazy. We're gonna have to figure out what that is. You right. I remember. I, remember, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have made more of a ceremonial type thing, or just you know that particular day for my daughter. But I do remember that, like because with like my mom and my sisters have three sisters, so it was like oh my god, and so you kind of tell them, and then they each have girls, so it's like <laughs> they get on the phone and tell you like oh, and then like, don't tell nobody. And you know, we just laugh because it's like, now you know you told her you wasn't going to tell, but the first thing you did was call us and you tell us. So it's just funny. Yeah, we do that. Right. Yeah. Rite of passage. And this too is a rite of passage. So you know what? I have an idea, KB. I think I want to sell um, uh, Welcome to the Sage Stage baskets or something. Just create some stuff. Like, Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to really, to really like, yes, like to have that. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The first thing I'm going to put in it is Astroglide. Astroglide is the shit. <laughs> and a rabbit. And a rabbit. Uh, Astroglide and a rabbit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah, they can have some nice stuff in there. But it's so true. We don't celebrate that. We don't even think about it. And my mom, so my mom actually had an ablation also, like Tracy was talking about. So hers was several years back. Like, I think when they first started doing them. And so she had some issues behind it. But it did eliminate her period. And I want to say... I, I don't know how old she was. So she might have been in her 
40s, maybe a little bit old, maybe in her 40s. And so um, she stopped having periods. And my mother is 70 years old now. She has no clue when we're talking about menopause and stuff. She's like, I didn't have any more periods. I've never had a hot flash. I've never had night sweats. I've never had the mood change. Like, I don't even know what y'all talking about. And she has four girls. And so now we're like close to our, I'm 50 and they're a little bit younger than me. And so we all looking like, well, mom, when did you do this? When did you do that? She's like, yeah, I don't know. I never did. Right. Right. So now she like, we, Go ahead. she's like the one we side eye and just look at her like, you can't ask her because she didn't even do it. She's no help at all. Like, she don't know. Did you notice vaginal changes, mom? No, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't. She has no clue, like nothing. I'll have to ask her about some of the other little intimate stuff, but she has nothing. Yeah. Wow. Like, even I know. Talk about hot flashes. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, no. I don't yeah, I have very, except for the intensity up front. Like, I had that intensity up front, and that might have went on for like maybe six months. I stopped taking um, the birth control pills and using any type of syrup, whatever that cream was. But I didn't want to have the extra hormones if I didn't have to have them. Right. And, um, after a while, my body just adapted. I mean, maybe every now and then I might experience a hot flash, but I, you know, it's nothing, you know, and I just accepted that this is what my body was going to do. Right. And I just went with it. And I think because I didn't resist it, you know, once I learned what was happening and, and Tracy explained to me about, you know, your body trying to, you know, find some estrogen, I was like, okay, so that's what it's trying to do all right, well, there's none left. So we'll just go with the flow. And, you know, we'll, there were times though, in the very early uh, stages where I would be in a meeting and had to step outside because I couldn't stand myself. But the intensity was very strong in the beginning. And then later on, it was mild. So, you know, I don't, I can't even say that I experienced anything today, maybe brain fog, and that might be due to something else, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I want ladies to know something. We, we do go through things with you. We do go through things with you. You don't even understand it. We go through menopause. Your menopause is our menopause. Your menopause is our menopause. You don't know it, but it is. Because your system is so wacky now. Your temperature system is so wacky. By my bed, I got a parka and some gym trunks. Because I don't know what temperature is going to be when I come home. And you have to go with whatever she feels. Aren't you freezing? Aren't you freezing? Snow is coming in the window. Oh, yeah, I'm freezing. Time to put on my gym trunks. And then it changes five minutes later. I'm burning up. I'm hot. I'm burning up. Oh, time to put on the other suit. And then you sweat out of nowhere. It's not like sweat like this. It's, I thought she peed on me. So, hey, I'm sweating. And the first time a woman has a heart hot flash, it looks like a heart attack. You okay? Well, I'll burn up for a second.
I was trying to ask, what are some other symptoms of menopause or perimenopause? We always talk about hot flashes. So people hear hot flashes, you may not know what they are or understand them until you have them, but it's almost like your body is on fire from the inside out. And it just, it's like a wave, like a water wave that comes over you. At least that's how I experience them. It's like a water wave and it'll come and it'll go. So we always talk about the hot flashes. Um, with On the medication, I did have night sweats for a little bit where I would wake up in the middle of the night um, sweaty. And I don't usually sweat, but I was clammy and just out of breath for no reason in the middle of the night. So I've had those a few times several years back when I was taking the medication, but that quickly resolved. So I didn't have to deal with that that much. I can't tell you about mood swings. Other people around me would have to tell, tell you about mood swings. Um, I do feel uh, it was a lot of agitation. So going through it with all the, the hot flashes and things like that, I think I was a little more agitated at things that I didn't need to be agitated at. So that could be a part of it. Um, I was just trying to think what other things that people might mention is normal. Did you know that that's a normal thing? I think, It'll those, are, I think those are the main things. Um, mm -hmm. um, while you were talking, and we can get back to what some of the other symptoms are, but while you were talking, what came to my mind is that estrogen is one of those things that they found over the years that actually supports other things throughout the body. So um, it's important for you to get yourself checked out uh, as far as the heart, things concerning the heart. Um, Your bones. Yeah, bones, that's very important. Like we just don't realize how much, and I think they still don't know how, how deep estrogen really goes. Man, that's true. We learned that, um, that estrogen is, it's cardioprotective, so it protects our heart. And so women, as they go through it, may have different changes going on with their blood pressure, different changes on just the whole cardio structure, and also bone density. So that's why you don't get a bone density screen until you're, what is it, 40? Yeah. Until you're 40, because of the decrease in the estrogen can cause the bones to start to deteriorate faster. Mm -hmm. So estrogen also protects our bones, which we don't always think about. And so once it starts to deteriorate, the bones start to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. There's a couple things that I noticed as far as, um, first of all, belly fat. Like, I really didn't struggle with belly fat at all until I became menopausal. And then um, the other thing was, um, oh, crap. That's, see? Brain fog. Um, um, oh, my ability to, like, I used to like to exercise. Yeah, I'm not going to say consistently, consistently a lot, but I used to like get into these um, moments where I would just want to be in a gym. And what I noticed is that I tend to be more winded than I used to be. Um, I, could, I used to be able to be more active. So it could be both things affecting it, the menopause and the ability to really enjoy being active. Yeah. Yeah. The belly fat is a, a good add on patty because you don't realize that that is one thing we start to tuck any extra excess anything in our belly area and that's also due estrogen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what the, gonna i was gonna say like the decrease in muscle mass so if we're not working out you like all of a sudden you look up and it's not just the belly fat it's the fat under the arm 
you know, and then you're like, I had a muscle there the other day. I had a bicep. I don't know what happened to it, you know? So again, it still goes back to diet and exercise being very important during this time. I was going to say, even though we have, we can point to estrogen causing those things, there's no excuse not to exercise, <laughs> not to exercise to eat right. So we can say estrogen right. causes some of those things, but that just means you have to work harder at yeah. this age, mm -hmm. or better yet, start it way early and don't stop. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Like, I mean, I'm if, with my kids. like preparing, yeah, preparing instead of waiting until it happens, because as women, it is going to happen. And so if we're active before, then we don't have to worry about it as much, you know, and I see a lot of women who are my age or older who have great physiques. And I'm like, dang, you know, it's never too late. So I guess that's what I'm saying too. Like I just have to get to the momentum. You know, I don't know how everybody else feels, but it is a challenge now because everything atrophied, including my attitude about exercising. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But it's true. And that's the um, a big thing for me is being proactive and not reactive. I say it all the time. And this is one of those cases. Like when you're younger, be proactive. 20s, 30s, do that shit now. I'm telling you, it's, it's a little harder later on. Not that it's impossible, but it's, it's a little harder. That's the best advice you could give. Start exercising on a consistent basis at a young age in your 20s there's no reason why you can't have an exercise program because at 50 i'm struggling to start one and it's hell right and here's the other thing like the joints like my knees my hips my my shoulders they don't do the same things that they i used to be cheerleader tracy girl we could flip do some things slam on the floor to my knees jump back up do some other stuff yeah my body is like bitch you tried to do what so <laughs> the other thing it makes you is, think that estrogen with is yourself, a... getting back and wait a minute patty be gentle with mm -hmm. yourself if you're going to work towards getting back into it and work mm -hmm. on your diet sugar is the enemy more so than fat to me that's my belief and i'm sticking to it <laughs> sugar is your enemy especially at this age let's let that shit go so um very active in my 20s so I did a lot of exercise in my 20s I think what's really important is that um, as you get to 30 and 35 and 40 you're maintaining that because where it's going to pay off is when you start hitting menopause and perimenopause the muscle tone that you need and all those things where some people are going to start to see like we were talking about the belly fat and all of that if you're being more active towards those years then you're less likely to see those things because once your body help me out, Tracy, and um, Prima, once your body's little. in that motion, you're gonna have less of an effect. Loss of estrogen. It's like estrogen controls everything, mm -hmm. and if we're not aware of those times coming, then we're not gonna be prepared. Am I making sense? <laughs> she she gave her thumbs up like people. Thank y'all. The audience can't hear your thumbs up, though, KB. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I'm about to win her. And she cracking up. Like, and she laughing like everybody knows what's going on, right? Right. And she keep cracking up. Like, I'm like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. I'm, I'm just laughing like. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I don't know what you guys' thoughts are, but I've been thinking about Peloton lately, not to digress from anywhere, yeah. but like the biking and how that might be helpful in getting back in the in the swing of things. Yes, I think biking is a, a good way to ease into anything. That was the first mm -hmm. thing when, when Tracy and I were going to the gym, we would get on the bike to warm up. So mm -hmm. I think that's an easy way to hop into anything. Um, so yeah, if you could afford Peloton, Mo Power Tour, <laughs> the commercials are really neat. Uh, maybe, maybe not the actual bike, but the app and another bike. Yes. <laughs> a bike and a app. <laughs> yes. So I have, if anybody want to contribute in my Amazon cart, so I have what they call a bike trainer because I have a bike but I don't get out as much as I want. So the bike trainer will be, you can put it in the house and change a regular bike into an exercise bike. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah. That is smart. So it's neat. And then when I can't go out, you just take it off there and go out. But inside, it gives you no excuse not to do something. What's the so you can turn your regular outdoor bike into an indoor bike. Yeah, it yes. makes it a stationary bike. Ways to beat the loss of Estes. <laughs> you get more creative <laughs> they have them all kind of prices my more affluent um clientele they like um the rebounders or bouncers the mini trampolines okay that motion of just jumping up and down like think about jump roping think about people that jump rope boxers like they just like it's like to shake the shit off or some shit. <laughs> that, remind me, that remind me of the shake weight. Remember y'all? Remember the shake weight? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like somebody was jacking off. Like, why do you have an exercise piece of you doing it like that? That remind me of the shake weight. But go ahead. I'm sorry. That just that that was one of them things that I was like, that's really freaky. I don't. I don't <laughs> Walking around doing that. It was crazy to me. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> but, and they have a handlebar. They have ones that come with the handlebars. So I went, I had this client and I, I had already been looking at them. She was like, oh no, you will love this. And so she, I went in her room, girl. We was like playing on the little thing. I was like, oh, this is so wonderful. But I would love to do that. But it really doesn't matter what you do as long as you're trying to do some kind of playing on what cardio going, huh? The rebounder. Play. Oh, okay. The rebounder. The, you know, like the, a mini okay. trampoline. Mm -hmm. But the mini okay. are built differently and they're a little bit yeah. stronger. Okay. So for the big girls, you know, or the people that just need, you know, you don't want some of those stick uh, in all the right places. Huh? Stick in all the right stick in all the right places. Yeah, but I, what I was thinking is like some of those um, mini trampolines, they don't have the bounce good. Like they're not designed, these are specifically designed for like at home workouts. Okay. So I think those are good. Okay. And get out and walk. You can walk mm -hmm. or you can dance at home. Mm -hmm. um, so Kiera bought um, one of the games, the electronic games that you can dance with, the music and the dance. It's like you know, did you see in the video store? Uh -huh. So all day today, me, her, and Dante have been on this thing. Girl, after about five songs, I thought I was gonna die. Make <laughs> sure cheer me up. Like, mm -mm. But mm -hmm. if you keep doing it, you you run rings around them. 
you you get to do it you just you mm -hmm. just, that's what i mean when i say be gentle with yourself because it's some shit you think you can do no you cannot do mm. you just can't just don't even just and just laugh it off and keep moving so mm -hmm. all right i like talking about the v but yeah the v didn't change she didn't made some changes sd is leaving us we still love Esty, but you know she, she gone. <laughs> Man, just left you high and dry, literally. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm oh, down because of you. So if I'm you gone. Huh? <laughs> so gone. Right. <laughs> Here's another good song. That would have been so gone. Oh, you, Monica. <laughs> the seven dwarfs of menopause. Itchy, bitchy, bloated, sleepy, sweaty forgetful and psycho i hope i hope it's menopause you know okay i'm gonna help you really understand menopause um so this is what it's like i'm big on comparison so you know the movie indiana jones and the, uh, the raiders of the lost ark Remember the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and there they were standing inside, and you know, they were getting ready to open up the ark, and you know, Indiana Jones is like, Marion, look away, don't, don't, don't look inside the ark. And the Germans are like, Well, Dr. Jones, we will look inside the ark. And they open the ark, and all the creatures come out, and all the heat and all the heat <laughs> makes all the Germans' faces melt off like mm -hmm. <laughs> menopause. <laughs> We will continue this conversation um, over the course of the next few weeks. This season, we're going there. I've been saying that. I've been saying, you know, I'm ready to go there. I'm ready to take us to the next level to talk about things that are important to us during this stage. So stay tuned, ladies. <laughs> right. Well, I think you said it in a nice way, but we have made this second season to be totally around our sexual health and so that's what we're going to be talking about the entire, <laughs> the entire season will the have something to do 50. <laughs> freaky after 50 is that what you the kitty after 50 <laughs> okay well, I, don't, I mean was there anything wrong with being freaky after 50 i mean <laughs> No, I don't think it's anything wrong with being freaky after 50. I mean, you were telling us about Lou. Can I get so. that on a t-shirt for like, who's <laughs> traveling, like, so I could be like, yep. Yep. Say it that way. It's crazy. <laughs> I think, and, and I think women need to know that it's okay. Like, it's okay. And you need to know what to expect, what the changes are, and just fix it. Do what you need to do and know that it's okay. Yeah, be freaky after 50. There you go. <laughs> it, it really does get better, ladies. It gets better and it's worth it. All day long. Yeah. I think so. I'm excited about. I'm yes. excited about the topic. So we'll get there. Me too. Me too. All right. Okay, ladies. Thank, ladies, thank you so much for joining us today on the Laugh Out Loud podcast. Yay! <laughs> this is my own. This is how that <laughs> You look like that thing blowing in the wind. I'm like, you're crazy. She crazy. That's the <laughs> See how 
how we do. We get each other riled up on some crazy stuff. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for joining us. This has been the ladies at the Laugh Out Loud podcast. We love you all. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.